Week 9, Free NFL Bets. My name is Eric, I am your host, and I am ready to give out my weekly picks. Let's get right into it. I have five player props and five spread or teaser plays for the week. So let's go. Uh, first player prop. Actually, sorry, I only have four. I had one on Thursday night. Um, so going forward, yeah, this weekend, four. Uh, first play is 1.5 units. Austin Eckler, over 40 and a half receiving yards. I love this play, guys, a lot. Uh, this is plus 100 on Caesars. Sportsbook, I think the line's up to 41, 42, uh, something like that. Uh, the Eagles' run defense has been spotty. It's been a hit or miss, but I think it's going to pick it up this week. I think it's going to be pretty good against the run at home. They're going to be motivated to play well. The th- reason why I love this play is because of the Eagles linebackers. They're the worst position on the defense, probably the worst position on the team, and they can be exploited very easily. So I like Austin Eckler to get involved in the pass game. I don't think they're going to have a ton of success running the ball. And also, J.C. Jackson, I believe, might not play for – or not J.C. Jackson, sorry, it's for the Patriots. Uh, Justin Jackson, or whatever his name is, for the Chargers, he might not play this week. So, I see Austin Eckler in the past game getting a lot of work and going to town. So, yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm not too concerned about the game script. I don't think it gets too out of control because the Chargers can't stop the run. So, I do think it could be a close game, but um, still, guys, regardless, over 40 and a half receiving yards for Austin Eckler, it's really low for him. He goes over 50 pretty much every week uh, as long as the game's not a blowout. So uh, let's hope for not a blowout, and Mr. Eckler should get over that number. Second prop play of the week is 1.5 units. Daryl Williams for the Chiefs, over 16 and a half receiving yards. This was minus 115 at Caesar Sportsbook. I think it's up to 18 and a half receiving yards now. So if you if you don't follow me yet on Twitter, that's where I release all of my plays. As soon as I bet them, I release them on Twitter. So follow me at free NFL bets with an S at the end there. Um, and you'll get all the bets as soon as I release them. So you get the lines, uh, the juice, everything that I'm betting, you'll get it right then and there. So yeah, Daryl Williams. I like this play a lot because uh, the third string running back, Gore, I forget his first name. I don't—I have no idea if he's related to uh, Frank Gore or not. But Mr. Gore for the Chiefs has been getting a lot of uh, a lot more rushing attempts. And uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire isn't coming back this week. I was uh, there's some mixed reports that maybe he might, but um, I've done my due diligence in researching. Uh, I'd be Pretty darn shocked if he was to play without practicing. He's not going to play. Uh, I, I know he's not going to play. So, yeah. Uh, and the other factor is Jarek McKinnon had 13 offensive snaps last week, and he didn't have one pass target to him. So, I like this play a lot. Um, the I, I like all my plays a lot this week. I need to have a good week this week, guys, and I think I am. I think I'm going to be in the green this week. I feel pretty confident in that. Mr. Williams is now turning into the pass catching back. And he's doing a very good job of it as well. Uh, he is kind of replacing Jarek McKinnon in that role. And I think it's, I think it's one, because he's good. Daryl Williams is pretty good catching the ball and out in space and doing his thing. Uh, the second thing is 
I don't think the Chiefs are happy with his running. He doesn't he doesn't have great vision, and I just don't think he's the greatest running back, hence why he's a backup to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But with all that said, they used him a lot in the passing game um, the past couple of games. In fact, he's gone over this number in four straight games. And if he's going to continue to be this uh, kind of third down or pass catching running back and opposing defenses are going to be playing a cover two shell, which means they're not going to let Tyreek Hill get behind them. That means there's going to be a lot of Travis Kelsey and there's probably going to be a lot of dump offs to Daryl Williams like there was last week. So 16 and a half receiving yards, guys. This is a really low number for Mr. Williams. He's going to get over that number. I like that play a lot. Okay, next player prop. 1.5 units for Mr. Critical himself. Okay, Adam Thielen, over four and a half receptions. This was minus 125 on Caesars last time I looked last night when I placed it. Um, bottom line is this, guys. Mr. Thielen called out the play calling last week and the collapse against the Cowboys. Now, one of two things can happen. Um, they get mad at him. They sit him down. They say, no, you can't do that. And, you know, Kirk gets upset and they don't throw him the ball. because Maybe Kirk Cousins thought that he was uh, having ill will towards his play. But the reason why it's not is this. Adam Thielen is one of the most respected people in that entire organization. Okay? The players love him. There's not a coach or a player that can say a bad thing about Adam. I know that just throughout the years listening to everybody on the Vikings, and they love him, okay? So if Adam's speaking out, they're listening, okay? And Adam said this. He said that they took their foot off the gas instead of keeping a, a close game. Why don't we just blow teams out? That's essentially what he says. Now, how do you blow teams out? You stop being conservative. You stop running the ball. You stop milking the clock. Now, do I think they're going to – uh, listen to Adam? Are they going to listen to a player? Is that really going to sway their play calling? Maybe not. Uh, potentially not. But then that's where we get into the matchup. So say, you know, whatever. They, they don't care what Adam says. He's just a player and I'm a coach. I'm going to, you know, call plays however the heck I want to call plays. Fine. Whatever. Anyways, this week against the Ravens, he's going to be going up against uh, Anthony Averett, I believe is the second cornerback's name for the Ravens. And Marlon Humphrey will be on Justin Jefferson. Everyone's been targeting uh, Anthony Averett for the Ravens, the second cornerback. He's having a he's having a pretty bad season. So Adams going to get a plus matchup there. The Ravens stopped the run pretty well as as normal. So they're probably going to do a pretty good job containing Dalvin Cook. And also, Mr. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are coming off a bad loss last week, uh, two weeks ago. They had a bye last week. They're going to come out motivated. They want to win. And they're gonna, and they're at home. So, Baltimore is motivated. They stopped the run well, and Adam Thielen is going against the second uh, string, not second string, but the the uh, worst of the two cornerbacks. So I like this guy. You want to make this a two unit play? I like it a lot. Um, he's gone over this. Uh, he's got five receptions. I think six out of the first or five out of the seven games that he's played this year. And yeah, I love that play a lot. I love all those th uh, three player props. I think all these are cashing this week, guys. Get excited about it. Go play some. Last player prop is a parlay, actually. I have one unit, Jarvis Landry, over four and a half receptions, plus 
the Buffalo Bills money line, minus 111 on Caesars Sportsbook. So I'm trying to cut out juice every which way I possibly can because I've just had, and I don't even want to say it, I don't want to complain about it, but I've had some unfortunate breaks go my way this season. And so, you know, I, I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of losing with a lot of juice. I'm just sick and tired of it. So I added the Bills money line in there. Bills are going to get it done at Jacksonville. I think it could be close. You know, it could be. I'm not discounting Jacksonville at all. You know, I'm not, I don't think it's a lock, but I, I think it's a very, very, very solid uh, uh, chance of Buffalo beating Jacksonville. Very high probability. So I added that on there instead of the juice being like minus 150 or whatever. And, and it doesn't matter anymore, guys. So, so sorry. Again, follow me at Free NFL Bets if you want all these bets. It's free, guys. All you have to do is just follow me on Twitter, and I will release them as soon as I play them and bet them myself because now the line is over five and a half receptions for Jarvis Landry, okay? So Jarvis, every game that he started and played and finished, he's gotten to five receptions. Now add in the fact that he's playing at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, uh, both teams are known to stop the run very well, so that's working in our favor. The other thing that's working in our favor is that Cincinnati is, has a very good pass attack. Um, it's very apparent. Everybody knows that if you watch football and you have a fancy football player, um, and whatever, you know. You know that Joe Burrow is very good and those three wide receivers are very good. So the game's going to be close. Um, they might even be behind a little bit, and that means they're going to have to throw. And Jarvis has the best chemistry with Baker Mayfield out of all the receivers. And Baker's motivated this week as well, guys. Um, after the whole Odell Beckham situation and how that unfolded. So Jarvis is going to be motivated. He has, uh, yeah, he's just, he's a good player, guys. He's a great player. The number's just a little too low for this game. And, oh, yeah, sorry. This is the biggest reason why I'm back in uh, Jarvis. And, man, every time I start speaking about my players, I want to put more money on them. Uh, I mean, this could be a 1.5 unit play, honestly, because Jarvis Landry fumbled in the fourth quarter last week, all right? So kind of catching a theme here. Adam Thielen spoke out. He was upset. He's going to be motivated. You know, when, when you when you speak up and you say that you messed up, you're calling your own number the next week. You're saying, hey, guys, put it on me. You know, I'm ready. I'm telling you I'm ready. Let's go out and win. So Jarvis Landry post-game last week said, hey, I got to play better. That's unacceptable. I let the team down. You know, it, it's everything that you say, but if you know Jarvis Landry throughout the years, when he talks, he really means these things. He's not just saying players talk just to say player talk. He means these things. He messed up bad last week with that late fourth quarter fumble uh, that basically gave the Steelers the game. And, yeah, so, guys, he's going to be motivated to play over four and a half receptions. He's going to get the five. I think all four of those player props cash, guys. I'm, I, I feel really confident about that. I really do. Um Go play them, guys. Go play them if you can get those numbers anywhere. Okay, let's get to the spread and teasers section for the week. And then I will change up the format of the show. I think people just really want to know what my picks are and what I'm thinking. So I will go over all my picks, and then whatever games I did not talk about, I will talk about my leans in the way that I feel that the games are going to go. So if you, you know need confirmation on anything or you want to hear what I'm thinking about, then I will go over all the other games that I did not personally bet on. So let's get into it. 
Okay, the first five, uh, the only five plays so far this week. I might have more plays. Uh, I might have more plays, guys. So, uh, or l- ladies, fellas, whatever. Again, last time I'm going to mention it. Follow me at Free NFL Bets. And if you haven't bet football before and you're looking to get into football and you don't know where to start, direct message me at Free NFL Bets and I can hook you up with some nice deposit match bonuses and other sports books that will really help give you good numbers and good lines. So yeah, DM me at Free NFL Bets on Twitter, guys. I'll help you out. Okay, enough of that. Let's get into it. First play is a two-unit teaser, premium teaser, guys. This is my strongest play of the week. I feel great about it. It is Kansas City minus two and Los Angeles Rams minus two. It's minus 119 on DK. Uh, that's DraftKings um, Sportsbook. Um, yeah, and you can definitely get that still right now. You might even get a better line than what I just uh, gave you. So um, the lines are minus seven pretty much everywhere for both of them. So, yeah, you probably get a better line than I did. Um, so you're probably saying, why minus two? I'm doing minus two, guys, because I'm tired of playing this juice, man. I want minus 120 or under. If I'm going, If I'm playing anything above minus 120, that means I really like it a lot and I feel strongly about it. So this is the most public square teaser of the week. And guys, I say this a lot, okay? I mean, I usually do play a lot of the square money most of the season on certain teams, certain teams. There's a lot of square picks every week, okay? And, you know, half of those square picks usually win, or maybe 40% of them win, okay? I look to see uh, what, what 40% of those plays are going to win, or 45%, whatever, whatever it is. I look for it. And, guys, Kansas City is, what, 4-4, four and four, something like that? They have to keep winning. They cannot afford to lose, okay? They've already had too many meltdowns. They're at home. We all know Aaron Rodgers isn't playing. Okay, that Green Bay defense can be vulnerable at times. Kansas City played better against the run last week, just a little bit better, not a ton better. Um, I still think Green Bay is going to be able to move the ball on them and score. But ultimately, guys, Kansas City is going to find a way to win. They are. I know that's like a really poor analysis of handicapping. I know I should have a lot better um, information than that, but... That's just what it is, guys. That's what it is, okay? Kansas City's going to win. They're the more desperate team. They're at home. They have the better quarterback. And that's just what it is, guys. They're destined to win this game. I know they're going to win this game. Uh, Los Angeles, the Rams at home, Sunday night football. Uh, A little concerning. I will be open and honest about this one, guys. I will be. Uh, the fact that Sebastian Joseph Day, I think his name, the nose tackle is out, and then also Jalen Ramsey is questionable. He didn't practice yesterday. I think it's just preventative stuff. I, I do think he does play. Um, Von Miller might not play this week either. His first game with the Rams, he might not play. So, again, just a touch, just a touch concerned with those injuries. And then Robert Woods potentially might not play either. Um, 
I don't know, guys. I, I, I think all of them play. I think Von Miller, I think Jalen Ramsey, and I think uh, Robert Woods do play. I think it was all preventative reasons why they didn't practice on Friday or throughout the week and why they're questionable. I think they're good to go by game time. Um, hopefully Jalen Ramsey is. Hopefully, out of all those guys, hopefully Jalen Ramsey is. But anyways, I like the Rams at home. And I also, if you've been listening to the podcast a while, I've lost money betting against Tennessee. Okay, I, I promise you guys this is not a spiteful bet. I'm not trying to get money back and say and really stick it to Tennessee. I do think Tennessee's phony. I do think Tennessee's extremely overvalued and extremely overrated. I really do. A hundred percent. Now that they don't have Derrick Henry anymore, we're going to see what their offense looks like with Adrian Peterson and the Nichols guy. Um, we're going to see. I think they run the ball uh, fairly well, but I mean, guys, it's not Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's a, a really big game changer, especially for that offense. So now you're going to have Ryan Tannehill throw the ball around and run and run around and stuff. I like it. I do. I think he's. I think Ryan Tannehill can move the ball, um, but the Rams' offense. This is where the bet is. You know, we're betting on them. That Rams' offense is really good. They're really good at home. It's Sunday night football. They're going to be motivated to play, and there's a lot of excitement. They made a trade for Von Miller, as I already mentioned, and that just shows to the players, hey. We're serious. We're going for this thing this year, okay? That's a huge buy-in for the players. It's a huge motivational factor. They're like, wow, this organization just traded away all of our draft picks for next year. They're really bought in. They want to go get this thing, okay? And then you got Tennessee coming off of two huge wins, okay? They beat the Chiefs at home, three wins in a row. They beat the Bills at home. They beat the Chiefs at home. And then they beat their division rivals, the Indianapolis Colts on the road, and they were down 14-0, I think, at the beginning of the game, and they stormed back to win in overtime. Okay, guys, it's over. I'm confident. I'm here to tell you the Tennessee win streak, their phony, overvalued, overrated selves, it's done. It's over. It ends on Sunday Night Football. Rams are going to win that game, guys. Okay, next play is... A 1.5 units play. It is the Los Angeles Chargers minus two and a half. Let's see what it is now. It's minus two, minus one and a half, minus one on some sports books. Um, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I, I have no idea why this line got moved down from three to, a, I mean, essentially minus one and a half, minus one. It has to be public money, guys. It has to be a complete overreaction to Philadelphia blowing out Detroit. And it has to be a little bit of an overreaction to Justin Herbert and the Chargers not playing well the last uh, past couple of games. I'm here to let you know that the Chargers are fine and that the Eagles are still a poorly coached and less talented team than the Chargers. Okay, the matchup is this, guys. Yes, the Chargers are struggling to stop running, uh, are, str- are struggling to stop opposing offenses from running the ball. We know that. 100% we know that. 
Philly will probably have some chances uh, to control the game early on and and so forth and, and run the ball. And the Chargers are also without Michael Davis, their cornerback. But without – I mean, it's just – they, they have enough other pieces there, guys. And Asante Samuel Jr., I think, is still out, too, on IR. So they are, they are a little thin there, but they're going against Jalen Hurts, and we know Jalen Hurts is not very good. He's not accurate. Um, he's not the best passer, and, yeah, so forth. So the Philly, uh, Philly team trying to score and keep pace with the Chargers, I just don't think they can. And that Philadelphia defense is a little overrated as well. And I like the Chargers this week. They're healthy. Mike Williams is healthy. Keenan Allen, Jared Cook, uh, Guyton, and Eckler. And Justin Herbert is better than what he's been showing. And so I like this as a bounce-back game for them. I like them. And it's a a 4 o'clock game, by the way. So it's not like it's a 1 o'clock game. Um, on the East Coast, games at four o'clock, so there's no concern about jet lag and all that nonsense. So yeah, I like the Chargers to get it done on the road and to win. I have minus two and a half. Um, man, I really didn't think the line was going to go down when I placed this bet on Monday or Tuesday, whenever I placed it. So I thought it was going to go to three and a half. Uh, so that's why I was like, gosh, I need to grab this two and a half. Or I thought it was going to go to three. So it didn't. And if you get the minus one and a half, congratulations to you. That's a that's a really strong bet. I like that bet for everybody. And, um, yeah, if it, if it lands two, I'm going to be really upset, guys. I'm going to be really upset. Um, okay, next play is 1.5 units, another strong play. San Francisco 49ers minus two. It's minus two and a half at every sports book right now that I'm looking at, guys. I placed this bet last night. This is a strong play. Um, this is just a San Francisco 49er spot. It really is. Um, even if Kyler Murray was playing and he was 100% healthy, I, I would still lean San Francisco. I wouldn't play it, but I would still lean it. I would definitely lean San Francisco to win this game. Um, so many reasons why I love this play. This, I mean, honestly, this – Probably should be a two-unit play. The first reason why I love this play is this. The 49ers have not won a home game in over a year. Over a year, guys. That just doesn't happen very often for an NFL team, let alone an NFL team that has had success with a lot of core players on that team still. Okay. The second reason why I love this bet is obviously the Kyler Murray uh, injury and situation. He might not play this week, guys. They're saying that if he's not 100% or if he can't play at a high level, he's not going to play. So who does that leave? That leaves Colt McCoy to play. Uh, Colt McCoy has been – he's played spoiler. He won in uh, Seattle last year with the Giants. Okay. I mean, he's he's not a slouch. He's not, but um, he's not Kyler Murray either. So – that is obviously the biggest reason. And, okay, so now what? Well, what if Kyler Murray plays? That's great, guys. That is great. Because I'm telling you right now, I watched last Thursday night. He was really gimpy on that ankle. If he does, he, and he didn't practice all week, okay? He has not practiced the entire week. 
Um, so if he does play, one, he's, I mean, we don't know how he necessarily plays on, you know, basically not practicing. So that's, that's a question mark. But the other thing that I'm willing to bank on and why I'm making this a 1.5 unit play instead of a one unit play is even if he does play, his ankle's not going to be 100%. There's just no way. I mean, if you don't, I mean, if, if it's feeling close to 100%, then you're practicing on a limited basis. He did not practice for three days straight this week. He hasn't practiced at all this week, okay? So that means he's just been off the field, making sure that ankle's, you know, getting the swelling down and strengthening it. So even if he does play, it's tender. He could re-aggravate it. And he's probably not going to be able to run around full speed. That's just the bottom line of it, guys. So I almost want him to play over Colt McCoy because I just I doubt he's not going to be able to be the same quarterback that he is because he needs to run to throw the ball and to create plays. And if he's not able to do that, that's a huge advantage to San Francisco. Um, the other reason why I like this game a lot is because San Francisco is getting George Kittle back and the offensive line is 100% healthy. And even if uh, Elijah Mitchell doesn't play, they have good enough running backs to, to plug in and have some success. Uh, so, yeah, guys, they're going to be able to run the ball. Arizona can't stop the ball, uh, the rush uh, very well at all. So San Francisco is going to be able to control the game. Uh, I know Debo Samuel might not play, but I, I'm not too concerned about it. I really – like San Francisco to get their first win at home. They're too well coached of a team. They have too much pride uh, from their players. They lost before their bye week to Arizona. They're going to win this game, guys. I love this play, man. I love the I love the Chargers straight up, and I love the 49ers straight up. Love those two plays, guys. Okay. The last two plays, one's a two-team teaser, and the very last play is a three-leg teaser, parlay, whatever you want to call it. All right, the two-team teaser. It's going to be a very popular one, I think, this week as well. It just makes perfect sense. It's one unit. It's the Cleveland Browns plus eight and a half and the New Orleans Saints on the money line. I got this at minus 120. Um, I believe at DraftKings. I'm pretty sure at DraftKings. Okay, let me see if that line's still there. Yeah, it's two and a half on uh, many sports books for the uh, Cleveland side, so you could get them plus eight and a half still. And the Saints are at minus six, a flat minus six. So, yeah, you can get that bet still, guys. Um, I like this bet a lot. And let's start with Cleveland. So Cleveland is on a little bit of a losing streak. They have, or they've lost, I think, three out of their last four. Um, or four out of their last five, something like that, guys. They're not, they're not playing well right now. But I like that to change this week. I like that a lot. And this is the reason why. The main reason is because the total is a low number. It's at 46 and a half, 47. So... You know, where points are supposed to be low, supposed to be a more of a low-scoring game. Both defenses are pretty good at keeping points off the board. And I think both offenses do struggle a little bit. Um, so I think it's going to be a close game. So 8.5, I mean, if they lose 28-20, then this bet still covers. I uh, like Baker Mayfield. He's motivated. We already talked about Jarvis Landry, right? Um, Baker's motivated. 
when Baker's motivated, he tends to play a little better. Yes, he can be erratic, erratic at times with him throwing the ball and his accuracy. But I like the fact that Odell's not on the team anymore. The distraction's gone. They're going on a road trip. They're about their business. They're going to play really hard, okay? And overall, they just have more talented players uh, on both sides of the ball. Um, and so I like Cleveland. I like Cleveland to control the game on the ground and Kevin Stefanski to outcoach Zach Taylor. And I like Cleveland to win outright. So to get plus eight and a half points, I love that play a lot. Uh, New Orleans at home against Atlanta. They're saying Trevor Simeon will play and start. And also Taysom Hill will look to play too. I like that. I like the way Trevor Simeon played. Atlanta, Atlanta's pass rush is basically non-existent. They don't have a good pass rush, so Trevor Simeon should have a lot of time to throw the ball. And Taysom Hill's back, so he's going to be able to run the ball on those key third downs, which I like a lot as well. And it works in our favor because Atlanta hasn't been good against the run recently. Um, they should be a little bit better, but for some reason they're not playing that well against the run. And they're, they give up one of the highest pass completion percentages in the NFL with their secondary. So with that said, I like New Orleans to be able to move the ball, and I like them to be able to control the game. And they're at home. They lost their first game at home to the Giants this year, and they won last week against um, the Buccaneers. And I believe they have a bye week after this week. I think they do. I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe I need I can look that up really quickly and I'll keep talking while I'm doing that. So I like the Saints defense. They stop the run and they can't really um, play the run. I mean, run the ball that well for the uh, Falcons. So they're going to have to throw the ball. Calvin Ridley's not there. Um, and it kind of showed last week that, you know, they, they miss them against better teams. And, no, they don't have a bye next week, guys. So they actually play – who do they play? They play at Tennessee next week. That's an interesting game. Um, yeah, so I like, I like the Saints at home a lot. I like them to get it done, and I like them to win. I, I kind of like them just to cover the minus six straight up. Honestly, I think they're going to. And, yeah, that's all I got for that two-team teaser, guys. So the last play is a three-leg parlay. It's one unit. It's the Patriots plus seven, the Denver Broncos plus 21, and the Green Bay-Kansas City total to go over 37 points. This was minus 122 uh, juice on the River Sportsbook. And... I like this play a lot because, one, I think the Patriots are going to win at uh, the Panthers. Why? Because Bill Belichick has faced uh, Sam Darnold a lot, and he knows how to play against him. Um, so he's going to be able to have a good game plan, and he's owned Sam Darnold pretty much his entire career. And so I like that play a lot. Um, the and we don't even know if Sam Darnold's going to play. So if Sam Darnold doesn't play, I mean, guys, this game could get out of hand, really out of hand. Um, even with Christian McCaffrey back, P.J. Walker's not a good NFL quarterback at throwing the ball. He's just not. And the Patriots have a pretty good run defense. They have a good defense in general. 
and yeah, they should be able to control the Panthers' offense and create turnovers. I like the Patriots to win that game. I do like the Panthers' defense. I know Shaq Thompson's back. I know Stephon Gilmore is playing the Patriots, uh, the team that he played for for a pretty long time, and you know he's going to be motivated, and I like that Panthers' defense. But uh, the Panthers, for whatever reason, they can't stop the run that well, and the Patriots like to run the ball. So I think the Patriots just control this game, and you know if they lose, I think worst case they lose by seven or they lose by six in overtime. So to get plus seven with the Patriots, it's a really crazy good number. Okay, the next play of the parlay is the Broncos, plus 21. Solid. I don't have halves on these guys. Uh, put more juice on the overall play. So just solid seven, solid 21. I like the Broncos. I just don't have the kahunas to pull the trigger and play Denver plus 10 straight up. I think Denver covers the plus uh, plus 10 guys. I think they do. I, I think this is a one-possession ball game. I like Denver to keep this close. And it's more of a it's more of a play against the Dallas defense. The Dallas defense is overvalued still. They're just yeah, I do like what uh, Dan Quinn has done for the defense. He's given them an identity. He's given them a brand, a style of football that they're really buying into. And they're playing together and they're playing the defense, uh, the play that's called together. Okay, that's huge. That's step one of being able to have a good defense. You have to have everybody bought into your philosophy, and they are. So that's great. But still, even with that said, they still give up points. They're not reliable and... I'm just sorry, guys. I'm going to bash the Cowboys' defense. I I don't believe in them. I really don't. And it's not that I necessarily love Teddy Bridgewater and I believe in him, but Jerry Judy, second game back. Cortland Sutton's playing. They have a good running game. Dallas can't stop the run that well. I know they only give up 88 yards per game, but they give up 4.4 yards per carry. They're not good at stopping the run, guys. They're just not. And, yeah, I don't like the Dallas secondary. So, that back door is going to be open, and I do think Denver covers that plus 10. Um, again, I just don't have the balls to pull the trigger on that one. So I got plus 21. They're not losing my three touchdowns, guys. <laughs> Worst case, they'll lose by 17, I think. So I love the plus 21. Um, I know Dak's back, but I kind of like that even more. That means I think it's going to be the Ezekiel Elliott show. I think they're going to ground and pound with the Zeke against that soft Denver run defense that's been having trouble the past couple weeks uh, stopping the run. So I don't think they're going to look to uh, light it up. And even then, I don't think they're going to be able to because Denver's secondary is pretty good, and they're playing better recently. So, yeah, all those things going in, I love that. I mean, I thought about teasing Denver and putting them with the Steelers on Monday night, Um, you know, Denver plus 16 and the Steelers' money line. I like that idea if you don't if you don't want to do a three-leg parlay or you don't like the New England pick for whatever reason. Uh, you could do that. So, yeah, Denver plus 21. That's great, guys. Really good. Okay, last uh, play of the parlay is Green Bay, Kansas City. Game total over 37 points. So that means that this game is 20 to 17. It pushes. Um, 
21-17 it wins. Uh, but basically, bottom line is Kansas City's going to be motivated, and they're going to keep their gas on the throttle. They're not going to let Green Bay hang around, or they're not going to try to let them hang around. And Jordan loves starting a quarterback. Yes, I know that, but they're going to run the ball. So Green Bay will try to control the game. They will try to run the ball, but I think they're going to have to get out of that mentality because I do believe Kansas City will find a way to score points and be extremely focused this week. Uh, they were focused last week, and they faced a good defense. Green Bay is not as good of defense um, or schematically, player-wise, talent-wise, all that stuff as the Giants are. Believe it or not, they're not. So I like Kansas City to get into the mid-20s, and that back door will be open for this to cover, guys. If it's, say, Green Bay only has 10 points or 7 points going into the fourth quarter and Kansas City has 24 um all we, all we would need would be another touchdown from um, Green Bay. Uh, 24-14, that's 38 points. That goes over 37. So uh, Kansas City is going to get to 24 points. Green Bay will score a touchdown or two field goals before the, before the fourth quarter. I feel pretty confident in that. And Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur is a very good offensive play caller and a good scheme, uh, you know, game planner in general. He knows how to scheme players open. And other case scenario, say Jordan Love doesn't play well and he turns the ball over a lot, turnovers create points, short fields, and quick scoring. So, yeah, guys, I like this to get over 38. I know Green Bay is going to try to control the game and slow the game down and milk the clock in the beginning, but they're going to have to get out of that once they're down uh, double digits. They'll have to try to play catch up, and that's when the points will come in, um, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter. It'll get there, guys. So I like that play a lot. It's minus 122. Um, I was thinking about doing 1.5 units, but I didn't just because these parlays, I'm, I've been behind the scenes trying to you know, make them better because they've been the ones that I've been losing money on. And I know anybody who's been betting for a long time can say, hey, well, yeah, no, duh. They want you to bet parlays. They want you to tease points and all this stuff and take juice because that's where they make their money. I know. I've fallen victim to that so far this year, guys. But... I've done my research, I've looked at it, uh, all my bets this season, and I really feel strongly about this parlay. I like it a lot. If I hadn't been losing a little bit this year, this would be a 1.5 unit play, no doubt about it. So guys, that's all of my picks for the week. Uh, thanks for listening so far. I'll talk about the other games that I haven't bet, uh, and then the show will be over, and then guys, we will celebrate. Let's celebrate. We're going to win this week, and we will celebrate big time. So, yeah, uh, Houston-Miami, I didn't touch that game. I do lean Houston minus six at some sports books. Caesars has a minus six, though. I do lean uh, plus six. Sorry, plus six for Houston. And, yeah, I like Tyrod Taylor to keep it close. Uh, he's back for the Texans at quarterback, and I think that gives this team life. They're on the road. So, you know, the not at home, and I, I don't know. I, I just I have a good feeling about Houston. I like them plus six. The over-under is 46.5 that game. Um, I'll go points. I'll go points for sure. Go over 46 there. Uh, Minnesota-Baltimore. Okay, so this is the game I'm kind of thinking of, you know, do I really want to tease in either direction? Um, 
I kind of like this game to be close, but I also like Baltimore to sneak out a win. And the over-unders at 50, uh, 49.5 on MGM. I would go over in this game as well. I think I think with Adam Thielen's comments and Baltimore really wanting to get a win badly, I think um, there's going to be points in that game. I really do. And I like Baltimore to win. But I, I guess I would lean Minnesota plus six. I don't love it. That's why I haven't bet it, but um, that's kind of where I'd go, guys, in that game. Um, I already touched on Buffalo and Jacksonville a little bit, but I will say this. Plus 14.5 for a Jacksonville team at home coming off a really bad loss, a lot of distractions, but there's a lot of pride in that coaching room and the coaching staff of the Jaguars. And there's a lot of pride overall within that team. I like the Jaguars to cover the plus 14 and a half. I, I, wanted, I want to tease them, guys. I'm, I might do a half-unit play. I might do a half-unit play on Jacksonville plus 20 and a half. Um, I, I like the Jaguars at home this week. They stop the run. They'll force Buffalo to throw. Buffalo's great at throwing the ball. They have a pretty good defense. But I like Trevor Lawrence to make some plays. I know uh, James Robinson might not be in, but Carlos Hyde, he's not that bad still. Um, I, I just have a hunch, guys. I have a pretty good hunch Jacksonville's going to cover plus 14.5 and, and for it to go over 48.5 points. Okay, next game that I haven't talked about, uh, Las Vegas at the Giants. So it's minus three across the board for the Raiders. I really think this is a giant spot. I think this is a, a, a complete New York Giants spot. Um they played well at home against the Panthers um, two weeks ago. And we all know what happened with the Raiders this week. I don't want to talk about it. It's a really sad story. And there's just so many distractions. And now this morning, Damon Arnett apparently is being convicted or going to court about something. Who knows? And the Giants are at home. The defense with Patrick Graham as the defense coordinator looks to be playing, uh, getting the most out of that defense finally. The Raiders, I don't know, guys. Uh, there's just a lot going on. And if you know the Raiders' the last two seasons, they were 6-3, and three, and they collapsed. So right around this time last year in November, the past two seasons, they've collapsed. Now, I'm not saying they're going to this year. I'm not saying that, but... I'm just saying, that's got to be in the back of their heads a little bit. So the game gets close. Um, I don't know, guys. I, I just have a hunch about the Giants. I'm not, I'm not playing it. I'm not betting it. I was thinking about doing the Giants plus 14 and a half and uh, putting it on a three-leg parlay with something else, but I'm probably going to refrain from doing that. But I like them, and I like the under, under in this game. 46 and a half, I like this to go under. So... Yeah, those are, that's my thought on those are my thoughts on that game. Um, I've talked about every other game, guys, except for the Bears and Pittsburgh. I, I like Pittsburgh to get it done. It's color rush night for their jerseys. They're five and zero when Ben when Big Ben plays uh, with the color rush jerseys. Um, they get up for those games, guys. At home, Heinz Field, Monday Night Football. They're gonna be up for this one. I like them to win. I don't know by how much, but I like them to beat the Bears. And Justin Fields, Matt Nagy's back, so that's 
a plus really <laughs> that that's a good that's a good thing for Pittsburgh and yeah uh I, I think Pittsburgh's gonna write the ship continue to write the ship and get a good win at home Monday night football so that's it guys that's all I've got this week we are going to make money this week guys I feel very good I've Really analyzed all of my bets this year. I've determined why I've been losing bets and what what the uh, pattern was. And a lot of it was bad luck. A lot of it was unfortunate, uh, you know, stuff that just happens. But I did realize there's some things that I needed to correct. And I feel that I've corrected them this week. I feel really good about this card, guys. I feel really good that we're going to make money this week. Uh, thanks for listening. Give me a comment, give me a rating, uh, like, subscribe, all that jazz, and I will see you on the next episode, which I'll try to have a midweek one this week on Wednesday. I'll try to get that done, Um, but if not, I'll see you next Saturday, guys. Thanks for listening.